Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 11 this morning. So today we're going to be talking about how to talk to God. Happy Memorial Day. Just so grateful for those who sacrificed their life so that we could have freedom. And even more grateful for he who sacrificed his life so that we can have life. Amen? Amen. Kind of an interesting topic. Because, you know, as much as we maybe have grown up in church, some of us, and, and are used to that, others not so much. I'm kind of grateful that I live in a, in a Christian home and that I can raise my kids to observe, you know, and, and learn to talk to God. And it's just been recently, probably within the last six months or so, that our, our youngest daughter, Anea, three years old, has started to ask to pray. You know, it's, it's mealtime. She's like, I want to pray. And so I'm like, okay, Anea. She's curious what she's going to say the first time. And the first time, she's just like one eye open. She's like looking to see who's there. She prays for the meal, and then she prays for every single person. Thank you for mommy and daddy and Isaiah and Jaron and Joshua and Hannah and Xander and Gus and Pixie and Dixie and, uh, you know, all the, and then any guests, you know, Laura and Barry, whoever's there, she prays. And she's, lately she's been saying, bless this food and to our bodies, you know, like that. It's just so cute. Just, I love it. Just love hearing that. But it's interesting to realize that not everybody grew up praying, you know. And one time we had some guests over, some family actually, and they not believers. And so I, I said, you mind if we pray for the meal? And they said, sure. And so we started in on our prayer. I started in on my prayer and everybody bowed their head. And their 13-year-old boy says, what are we doing? What is this? He, I mean, he'd never experienced a mealtime prayer in his life. And I thought, wow, you know, that's crazy. And, and I've talked to people, you know, who are brand new Christians, and they've never felt God. They've never heard from God. And now they're, they're for the first time, they're going to talk to God. And, you know, how difficult that can be to talk to somebody who you never felt or never, you know, experienced in any way and just to say, okay, God, you know. And, and I remember hearing a story of a guy named Vern. He was in this group of other Christians. He's a brand new Christian. And everybody else was there. And they were all seasoned saints, you know. And they're all praying these eloquent prayers. And it got to him. And the pastor was like, oh, Vern is brand new. You know, what is he going to say? You know, and, and, and Vern's like, well, God, it's me, Vern. And he just kind of goes into it. And then the pastor's like, oh, Lord, you know, bless Vern, poor guy. And, And the Lord, he felt like the Lord spoke back to him and said, hey, he was the only one that prayed to me, not so everybody else could hear him. Like, wow. Now, that's interesting. I remember, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people who pray, but actually don't actually pray to God. I remember... My Catholic grandparents showed me a bunch of prayer cards that they had. Prayers to Michael the Archangel, prayers to Mary, prayers to Saint this and Saint that. And, the, and even the prayers they prayed to God, 
You know, I'm sure some of them were just impromptu, but many of them were just scripted, things that they had grown up, and this is a prayer for this situation, this is a prayer for that situation. And so maybe people have prayed their entire life, but actually never really talked to God. So how do you talk to God? Well, stand with me and we'll find out. Luke chapter 11, Luke, he writes, By the Holy Spirit, Verse 1, now it came to pass as he, Jesus, was praying in a certain place when he ceased that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. So he said to them, when you pray, say, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us day by day our daily bread and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And he said to them, which of you shall have a friend and go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine has come to me from his journey and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within and say, do not trouble me. The door is now shut and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give, you, give to you. I say to you, though he will not rise and give to him because he is his friend, yet because of his persistence, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find, knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. If a son asks for a bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? And Father in heaven, we come before you and lay out this pattern for prayer. And we just ask, Lord, that you would just help us, Lord, as as your children to be able to to connect with you, Lord, in a way that, that's understandable, in a way that you will receive, in a way that is built on relationship. Lord, I pray that you would meet us here today, Lord, and you speak to us, Lord. You speak a word into our hearts that we would be changed, that you'd help us, Lord, in our journey and our relationship with you, that it would be enhanced. Lord, that prayer would become a normal thing in our everyday lives that we depend upon we depend upon you. And so, Lord, I pray that you would just help us to, to comprehend what we're seeing here and, and to make it practical for us so that we can put it into practice in our lives. We love you and praise you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Jesus' disciples have had a front row seat to amazing things. They, they've seen Jesus speak, and as it was said, no man ever spoke like that man spoke. They had seen Jesus heal and do the miraculous, and no one had ever done anything like that. They, they'd seen Jesus' wisdom as the Pharisees and the scribes and the Sadducees tried to trick him and tried to trip him up, and Jesus was able to meet that with amazing wisdom. And now they've seen Jesus pray. And as they looked at all the things that Jesus did and all the activities that he was a part of, they noticed something about Jesus that it wasn't all those other things that were, were the success that, that he had. 
In fact, it's been said that if you want to know how to do something, you want to be successful in business or something else, then find those who are the best at it and talk to them and learn from them. And so when they looked at Jesus, they didn't say Jesus teaches how to preach or teaches how to heal people or raise the dead. They said Jesus teaches how to pray. That's, they, they noticed that from Jesus and from his life that as he prayed, it was the things that he prayed that set things into motion for the actions and the miracles and the provisions and all the things that they were experiencing that the source of that was his prayer life. They, no doubt he'd prayed for them and they'd seen God come through miraculously in result of those prayers. And probably even seeing that in John's life and John's disciples' lives as he taught them to pray, that they would pray and their prayers would be answered. And they seem to live on a different level with a different power or, or, or different intimacy. In fact, they probably noticed something about Jesus' prayers, and that was that as Jesus prayed, it wasn't like the scribes and the Pharisees or the religious leaders or the chief priests when they prayed. As they would pray these lofty prayers of eloquence or, or they would pray these rote prayers of things that were, were prayed constantly. But rather, there was an intimacy and Jesus talked to the Father as if, as if he knew him. As if there was a relationship happening there. And so that's why it says here in verse 2, so he said to them, excuse me, verse 1, where did verse 1 go? There it is. Now it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place when he ceased that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. How do we talk to God? These disciples saw Jesus talking to the Father. And it would, it would be that Jesus would find himself getting away early in the morning sometimes just so that he could be away with the Father. You know, sometimes we make the mistake that Jesus was, well, God in flesh, and therefore, the conclusion that we draw from that is that Jesus could just do anything he wanted to. He was walking around as God. He could heal somebody. He could, you know, what? But we know from the Scriptures that Jesus only did those things that the Father gave to, for him to do. Jesus only allowed himself, setting aside his deity, setting aside all of his power, setting aside his, his, his own will, and he would became completely obedient to the Father. And therefore, Peter could say, so that we could follow in his steps. But we could be like Jesus in that Jesus trusted the Father, Jesus prayed to the Father, Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit, and therefore Jesus acted, Jesus healed, Jesus spoke, Jesus did whatever Jesus did. It was all by the power of the Father. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccmit.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho. Someday you save my soul. Till the
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.